0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the Student Built Startups Podcast. I'm your host Cameron Stone, entrepreneur and student at UMD. I interview student entrepreneurs to share their stories and business strategies. Today's guest will talk about being an independent recording artist and what's involved with that. Our guest today opened for Twista, the world's fastest rapper, last year. He will be sharing his story and how his education played a role in it. I encourage you to go check out his newest album, First Impressions, available on any streaming services. And you can find him on social media at Joey D. Donovan. I'm excited to introduce you guys to Joey D. Hey, Joey D. I'll have you start off by sharing one crazy but true fact about yourself with the audience.
1: Yeah, so probably the craziest thing that's happened to me in my music career so far is I met this um, music promoter uh, about a year ago, and he invited me to perform at this concert in Big Lake. And he said Twista was going to be there. And Twista, he's been on Rhythm and Flow. He's known as the world's fastest rapper right now. I think he still holds that in Guinness. So that was a pretty cool experience. There was, was me and like four or five other opening acts, but just to get on there and everybody liked my music. So hopefully I can get invited back to something like that again. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That sounds like a really cool experience. Um, especially a good way to get your uh, music out there to some new people as well. Yep. Um, so we'll jump into the main content of the episode here. Um, I'll have you start off by sharing with the audience a little bit about your education.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm going for finance right now and sales. Um, going for finance so I can have some money to sustain my my hobby and music my, my future career in that and uh, the sales aspect is just something I think is is slept on in today's today's world a lot of people view sales as oh you don't have to have an education this and that which you really don't but you you will learn a whole lot of skills that you can use in any for an engineer it's good to have sales skills especially for an artist, because that's what you're doing. You're branding your own, you're basically creating your own business. You're an entrepreneur. So you have to promote your own content. And uh, if you don't believe in your stuff, then nobody else is going to believe in it. So that's why I think my career is going to be good because I'm versatile with business and in music.
0: Definitely. That's definitely a good, uh,
1: good little combo, good mix.
0: Yeah, good little combo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I do agree with you though, that sales skills are very valuable And a lot of people don't think of sales skills in the full depth because there's two different kind of sales skills. There's, you know, Mm -hmm. regular sales, like door to door stuff. But then there's like big time, like high ticket sales where you have to build relationships.
1: It's all that's what it is. Yep. Personal connections. Because in the music industry, you you can meet one person. They stumble on your music and they'll give you a shot. You know, you never know. You never know who's listening. You never know who's at your events. And somebody always knows somebody who knows somebody. So, I mean, I've just seen that in the last couple of years, you know meeting people to get on my features and uh, meeting people in college has been huge for spreading the music. That's definitely helped.
0: So what has been your biggest fear about becoming an independent recording artist and how did you overcome that?
1: Um, The the biggest fear is always going to be, you know, the what ifs of what if I don't make it? What if all my time has been wasted? But I've gotten over that because it's not to me anymore. It's not about, you know, do I make it big or are my numbers high enough to be classified as an art artist? None of that. Like, you know, everybody knows what their potential inside. You just have to um, give your, allow yourself the time to share that with people and and give, give yourself time because it doesn't all happen in, overnight. And if you do become famous off your hobby, sure. But otherwise, it's a hobby for a reason, something you like to do. So as long as you keep that mentality, if you're just having fun with it, you know, good things are going to happen. You got to enjoy what you're doing and only do it for you, not because somebody else tells you to do it that's why I stay on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I do say that, yeah, you do have to define your own success. I mean, yes, success doesn't have to be being famous and making Mm -hmm. millions of dollars. It can be just being fulfilled and happy with what you're doing.
1: Right. You set a goal, you want to create a podcast and look, you're creating a podcast.
0: Yeah. And I I tell you, it's, it's really not about like, can you do it? It's just, are you willing to do it? And will you Mm -hmm. enjoy doing it? Because you can do just about anything you want to do as long as you're willing to put in the work. Absolutely. Once you start taking those first steps, you're going to find the the right path. It'll it'll fall into place.
1: Yep, checking off those small goals. You check off some small goals and you have more confidence to get those big goals done.
0: Exactly. Yep. How has your education played a role in becoming an independent recording
1: artist? Um, probably networking, I would say. Just getting people to to believe in in what I believe in. Um, like making music videos and um Just getting people excited to work with me, I'd say. And that's that sales aspect. It's good being humble by music too, but if you have a sense of of energy when you're describing it and stuff, people get excited. And when you get someone else excited, it just makes their work better. So I've worked with a couple of videographers who don't normally do music, Mm -hmm. but I got them, you know, willing to try it and we just went out and just tried having fun and we ended up creating some pretty good content. But now in in the future I'm gonna use that to get better videographers and just better quality with everything because I'm trying to get just to the highest professional quality that I can.
0: Yeah. I've seen at least one of your music videos and they look they look pretty good. It's very right, professional and, looking.
1: And that was just a kid who said, Hey, you know, I I shoot videos. He had never made a music video and he's like I'm willing to try, so let's do it. Did you meet him at, at college? Yeah, I met. He was in one of my um, how a class is it? I forget what class, but yeah, he was in one of my classes, and um, I said I like making music at the beginning of the class for like the introductions, and he said I like shooting videos, and I walked up to him afterwards. I was like, "Yo, like I make music," and I just showed him my stuff, and he was like, "Yo, we definitely have to make some stuff. We <laughs> uh-huh. definitely have to make some stuff." So yeah, his name his name's is Ben Thielen. Shout out Ben Thielen. He's a he's a cool dude.
0: Yeah. I will say, yeah, just being on a, a college campus gives you a lot of opportunity meeting other people that are uh, your age and looking to get started in a certain field and are usually willing to help out
1: yeah, it's good to you can find you can find talent
0: yeah, you can so uh, if you could tell the audience a little bit about being an independent recording artist and what's involved with that
1: yeah, um the main thing that I realize is um, once you once you start working. Out of you're not in your basement recording on GarageBand anymore. Things start to cost money, so you have to really know what you're going to put your money into and what songs to keep working on, and which ones have potential. So um, people always say, "Oh, why aren't you dropping content left and right?" Because I'm planning. You know what I mean? I'm planning for to have the song at the release at the right time. I'm working with a producer who's on the schedule, and you got to book recording time. You have to pay for the mixing and mastering. You have to pay for the beat. You have to pay a videographer. You have to pay someone to make the artwork. And yes, those are things that you can do on your own. But but me right now, I like to focus on doing what I do best is is making the songs. Mm-hmm. And then also social media marketing. And I mean, it's something, I mean, a lot of us, I think, are getting away from social media because of we've seen the effects that it can have on your time. Um, but when I first started getting into college, I was like, hey, I got to post something. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is. I need to post something just to get people... Just seeing my face and whether it's on Snapchat, Instagram, just get your face out there doing whatever just so people can be like, oh, this kid makes music. Oh, that's right. Oh, he's got a song today. Oh, just stay in people's face with it, basically, is what you want to do. Yeah. What's another really cool thing about promoting your music is Instagram has those sponsored videos. 50 bucks will get you like 3,000, 4,000 more, more people seeing your stuff. So for someone like me who got only a, like a 1,000 or so followers, that extra 3,000 can help just with numbers and all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, promote, 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 and definitely, definitely plan out what you're going to do. Have a good plan. And um, when you're first thinking about going into it, make sure that your first thing you put out, like you're excited about. Don't just put it out there, just put it out. People... It's harder to gain people's respect back after you've lost it. Look at some of the big artists. I mean, one one thing about Drake comes out that he's got a kid and that, you know, he dropped. But then he, he obviously will come back. But Drake's got a career that he has because everything he's put out has been gold.
0: Yeah, I will uh, agree with you that planning is a vital aspect to starting any, any new venture at all. Yeah. And if you don't plan, you're going to wish that you did later on down the road. Yep. Which... I've experienced in starting a couple of my previous businesses that didn't work out so hot.
1: Planning is huge.
0: Yeah, mostly because of lack of planning. But you also want to try to make sure that you don't over plan and use that as kind of an excuse to postpone actually doing stuff. Finding that fine line in between is uh, kind of the golden ticket. Absolutely. Um, and then you also mentioned about social. And I just want to say that about that $50 for 3000 views, that's that's a small price to pay for that many people seeing your content.
1: Yep. And for someone that, you know, in college like, like us, it's, that's a really good opportunity for us.
0: It is, yeah.
1: I mean, people are pumping thousands into promotion, but I mean, to do what you can at the moment. When your money gets better, you can put more into it.
0: Yep. And there's a low barrier to entry. You don't need to know somebody.
1: Yeah. Go on to Instagram. Just click on sponsor video. There you go.
0: So what has been the most challenging thing for you about creating music?
1: Um, stay, probably staying in the right headspace because, uh, when, when you're feeling good and you're feeling great, you're on top of the world, music comes easy. But when you're, when you're, when you're doubting yourself and you're questioning things too hard and you get too much in your head, it becomes a chore and you never want it to become a chore. And basically just keeping, keeping your belief is the hardest thing
0: because mm-hmm.
1: when you're starting a business or anything, there's going to be more things, more mistakes that happen than good things. There's going to be more like all these things you need to overcome. So just staying at it basically, and just never, never giving up hope. That's, that's been tough. Cause I mean, I'm doing school t- too. So I mean, that could be used as an excuse, but I mean, school gets hard, man. It does. School gets hard. It's, you have to kind of, it sucks having to put music on the back burner and say, Hey, I have to get this school stuff done right now. Cause that's what's important. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, these are years of my life that I have so much opportunity in college that I need to take advantage of.
0: And that, plays in a little bit into that planning aspect. Scheduling your time is uh, its an important thing uh-huh. to do when you have a lot of things on your plate.
1: Time management.
0: So how would you say being in a creative field is better or worse than being in a more typical field like a nine to five job?
1: Um, Probably it's—it's it's, you can do a lot on your own time, but also some people when they lack that structure, they don't actually produce. The best thing about a creative field is there are no rules where there's no magic um, outline of how to create a hit song. You can try to get insight from people who do it, but it's hard to get into. I've tried to teach people, and it just comes so it just comes so hard for them because I don't know what's going on in my head. You know what I mean? I just hear a song. I hear a song, and I start hearing hearing melodies are all of a sudden. Yeah. And and for other people, they that might just not happen for them. Um, but yeah, just just being able to create something uniquely from your mind that nobody else can take away. Nobody else can copy, especially music. No one has my voice. I have their leader song. They go, that's Joey D. I think that's, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Just being able to be you. And uh, yeah, that's something you, uh, you can't put a value on. No. What has been the most rewarding thing for you about creating your music?
1: Um, Probably just seeing where I started at and just now seeing where I, where I've gotten to. I, I, I always wanted to, to sing, I was a huge fan of T-Pain and Chris Brown growing up, and obviously Drake and other other artists that sing. And but singing was kind of, I felt like it was looked down upon in high school, and everyone just wanted people who were rappers. And the first couple songs were just strictly rap. But as I started making song after song, I you know started started more melodic rapping, and then I started singing more. And then I took this class um, sophomore year, second semester, took a vocal lessons class. So I'd get like 30 minutes with a trained professional every week, and that is just that was probably I'd say if you are somebody who thinks you're a good singer or you have never went to vocal lessons, just go because you'll find out in the first day. Like I have pipes. (laughs) Yes, I don't I don't have pipes every day, but what the training I was doing, I was hitting some notes and melodies that I could never hit before. So. Um, I would honestly like doing that again, even though I have taken a lot of stuff from that, and I'm using it every day. It's mostly just breath too, like learning how to control your breath. And once you do that, you can just unlock your full voice. So that's been huge because it gives me so much more confidence on songs now, because now I'm not worried when you're not worried about pitching all that and that's on point, then you can focus on just delivering a vibe and and work on the lyrics.
0: yeah, definitely.
1: because that's some people's hardest part is, they have the lyrics down, they got full, I've talked to people that have full songs written, then when it comes to actually going and recording it, you know, they're like, ah, oh, it doesn't really sound like the way it does in my head. That's why you got to make that connection where you're not in your head anymore. You're just, you're just singing, you're just rapping. So yeah, growth, growth is the answer to that question.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Um, and back to when you said you had uh, doubts about yourself, I think that um, looking back at how far you've come is a great way to help get yourself out of that negative headspace and start filling yourself with more positive thoughts.
1: Yep. Being your own biggest hype man. Yeah. Cause people around you are proud of where you've come and they, they see that, you know, sometimes we look too far, you know, we're like, well, what, no, what, what I'm doing now is not good. Cause I'm not famous yet. You know, what I'm doing is not good. Cause I don't have this many followers. No, what you're doing is great. You're making a an initiative. You're, you're taking time to, to get it done. What you want to do. That's, that's huge.
0: You're probably doing more than ninety nine percent of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, just keep moving forward is a huge, yes, huge thing to do.
1: Keep the wheels turning.
0: Yeah, and then also you said something about uh, going to that vocal, going to vocal lessons. Um, I do agree with you that never underestimate the power of other people's help and training. Yeah,
1: even because even if you are a good singer, but if you haven't got the professional training. That's just going to unlock something. like Yeah. It was Because cr- I, I honestly went into that saying, telling him I was not a good singer. I just kind of sing on my own. And he heard me sing and he was like, what are you talking about? He said, what are you? And I'm trying to brag because I just didn't know. Like, I honestly didn't know. Because when I would try to sing, I didn't have the skills needed to sing without autotune kind of. Now that my singing mixed with autotune, I'm already hitting those notes and the autotune just crisp it up even more. So it's starting, to, it's starting to sound nice, people. I got, some, I got some things waiting, let's just say that. All right. 2020 is going to be nice.
0: I'm excited. We're about halfway through now, so we're going to take a moment for a brief advertisement. If you're looking to create a website for your business that you have started, the first step is to purchase a domain name and web hosting. What I personally use when I create a website is Bluehost. They are my number one recommended web hosting provider. Every website that I have ever created, I have purchased my domain name through Bluehost and I have used them as my hosting service provider. They are super easy to use. They are a partner with WordPress, so the compatibility between them is great and they offer a killer deal for new members who are signing up with them. As of January 2020, for your first year with Bluehost, you can start as low as $2.95 a month. And you will get 50 gigabytes of storage, unlimited bandwidth, a free domain name, and a 99.9% uptime guarantee, as well as some of the best customer service out there. If web hosting and a domain name is something that you need, go check out the link in the show notes and take your first step towards creating your website. Now that we're back, we're going to switch over to talking a little bit more about uh, kind of what's involved with starting out as an independent recording artist. So what would you recommend as a first step to someone who is trying to start making their own music?
1: Yeah, um, I would say I just now I'm getting uh, GarageBand. I mean, you always have GarageBand, but I'm just now getting recording software. You can get it. You can get like a quick starter, starter kit with a recording device, um, a mic, um, all that for maybe like 300 or less, just so you can kind of play around, even if you don't know what you're doing with editing and all that just so you can kind of get something down to hear yourself and try to finish some songs. And then after that, it's trying to find someone in your area or some people that your friends go to, to go and record and make sure that it's good quality too, so that you're not wasting your money and wasting your time. It's always good to have something when you go into the studio, um, because sometimes I don't have an idea and I go in there and end up not doing anything, but, and I spend, you know, 60, 90 bucks or whatever. So definitely have something ready and, Kind of just, it's going to take time, but just keep writing. It's going to take time to find your sound and to find your your style, you know, because your style can change. Mine has definitely changed and it's probably still changing. Never try to copy anybody ever. Like you can you can kind of copy a vibe, but, but never try to say, I like Drake. And then all your songs, you're rapping exactly like Drake and saying lines that Drake says because nobody wants Drake 2. They want Drake 1. You know, give people you and so many people nowadays are trying to just use the same mumble rap flow. And it's like, if that's your flow, cool, but don't be doing the flow because somebody else is doing it. That's the best way to stand out is to not do what other people do.
0: Right. There's like a drop mic moment. What you said was awesome. Yeah. That's some really good
1: insights. And just literally don't take anyone's opinion that seriously. Take it with a grain of salt. Everyone's opinion. Because you have to know that you have ears too. And if it don't lie to yourself, if it's, if it, if you sound, if that sounds bad, and maybe that bar is not the strongest, don't wait for somebody else to tell you if you already heard it, you know, don't like say, no, it's good. It's good. You got to be a strong critic on yourself too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. To touch on that a little bit more. um, If you think you sound good and some other people say you don't, Well, yeah, not listening to them may be a a good idea. Obviously, take constructive criticism. Right. But just because one person doesn't think you sound good doesn't mean that there's not other people out there that do think that you sound great.
1: Exactly. That's why you have to take it with a grain of salt. and, And who are those people? It depends on who are those people, you know? Like, is that person an artist? Is that person... Do they sing? Does that person listen to a whole lot of music? Or is that person just your friend who doesn't really like hip hop, they kinda like country more and they came in and heard that song and they said, ah, oh, that doesn't really sound cool. You should do it like that. But that's coming from a different whole other perspective than that person that listens to hip hop every day. You gotta know who you should listen to and who not to. But at the end of the day, do what you want.
0: So how have you built a brand around your music and yourself?
1: Um, going back to that just trying to not sacrificing like my my goals and like what I want to do with a song for like anybody else's opinion. You know, my brand is that I'm Joey D. I didn't come up, I didn't try to come up with any special little D little Donnie, little this, that, you know, cause I'm, I'm not everybody else. I'm just me. I've had to not have people on songs and decide not to work with somebody just because I just didn't think we were a good fit. And that's, that's a very important to me is who I work with. I'm very, very picky because I think we have to have the same, The same mentality and the same kind of what we want out of music, you know, and I I love working with real people, you know?
0: Yeah. Learning to say no is a a really important skill to have, because if you say yes to everybody, then you're not going to have time for the stuff that really, really, really matters.
1: Right. Because as soon as as soon as you say yes, you're going to regret it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because that's not going to be an enjoyable experience because you didn't want to say yes. Yeah. So not only are you wasting your time, you're wasting that person's time that genuinely thinks that you want to work with them or want to do something with them.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else.
1: Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Mic drop again.
0: Uh huh. Um, how would you recommend promoting new music or any sort of new creative content?
1: I would say once you have an idea of when you want to drop it, this is the whole thing I've, I've kind of had to go through. It's like how much in advance do you start promoting? And I heard this thing where it's like, why do you think um, movies, they don't promote more than like two weeks ahead? Because sometimes if you, if you start promoting w- too early, you can almost build too high of an expectation or people will just forget about it. You know, they say, when is it coming out again? I thought it, I heard, saw it two months ago, you know. Uh, but if they, if they see some a promotion like, oh, it's coming out next week. And then for that whole week, you hit them every day with a little clip it of the song or a little like video of you dancing, you know what I mean? That's going to keep their attention. So for my next singles, that's how I plan on doing it. All right. Get on every every kind of social media like TikTok even if you don't use it. TikTok is huge yeah. <laughs> for getting your music for getting your stuff seen. I don't know if people don't know that, but I posted a couple videos with a couple hashtags and I have 10 followers, but they got like a th- couple thousand views. Like where where uh, what other app do you see that? And you can even with um With DistroKid, it's a music distributor. You can pay twenty bucks to upload unlimited music for the for the year onto Spotify, Apple Music, like Amazon, all these different, um, basically anything you can think of for twenty dollars a month. And I, DistroKid, even they were the first ones, first music distributors to get you on TikTok, like before TuneCore did. Oh, so like yeah, I've like I have one of my songs big plays on TikTok.
0: Really, that's that's interesting actually.
1: So could you imagine if one of your songs became a trending song on TikTok?
0: Yeah, it would get big really fast.
1: Oh, my gosh. So many songs recently I've heard on TikTok first. And now I get my friend's cars and they're playing them like song at the TikToks. And then you always think, oh, is this the TikTok song? They're like, no, this is Lil Uzi's new song. I'm like, oh, I've only heard it on TikTok, you know?
0: Yeah. Video is becoming like the new like mainstream social media. I think right. static images are going to be a thing of the past pretty soon.
1: Yeah. People wanna see videos. Yeah,
0: for they sure. Do. So how is being an independent recording artist similar to being an entrepreneur?
1: You are you're your own boss. So nothing happens unless you get to work, you know. Your product's not just gonna show up. You have to put the time into, you know, search for art producers who like their beats, search through the beats, you have to create an idea, you have to write a song, you have to have some kind of image on how you wanna promote it. What do you want to do for a video? When do you want to drop it? Do you want to have a, so there's all these little things that go into it and you have to work on your own budget. Like every business has their own budget. Then once you start getting a higher budget, you can start doing some different things. Um, And meeting people, networking, that's a business, getting your name out there, promotion, um, performance, you know, performing wherever and whenever you can is huge. I've I've only performed a handful of times, but there's nothing but cooler than performing in front of a room full of people your original music.
0: Yeah, definitely. While we're there, um what are some tips that you can give about being on stage and performing since you have a little little bit of experience doing that?
1: Yeah. Best way is when you know when you're in the shower and I just got kind of thought of this on the spot, but when you're in the shower and you're singing your favorite song and you're dancing and you're just in a whole vibe, like you need to bring that Whatever the song makes you feel, you have to bring that to the stage, and then people will feel it too. And and just don't don't be afraid because you know how the song sounds, you know how it's supposed to sound. They're just sitting there waiting. They're not judging. They'll judge if you don't bring what they expect. And all you expect of yourself is to just bring your best performance, and that's all you got to do. And yes, you get I get butterflies still every time I go up, but um, I would say this: if you're a performer or a and you take public speaking classes for school, which mostly everyone does take that serious and own that because public speaking and performing is the same thing. Yeah. And after performing, you know, a handful of times in front of these audiences of 200 people, um, doing a little six minute speech in front of an audience of 20 is nothing now to me. So those both correlates just anytime you're in front of people, be confident in your own skin. That's basically be comfortable with you.
0: Yeah, that's some some great advice there. Mm-hmm. Closest thing I've had to uh, performing in front of people is recently. I just did my first. Uh, I taught my first boot camp exercise class at the YMCA yeah. recently. So
1: that's being in front of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's sure it was only ten people, but it is. Yeah, and it was definitely a uh, a learning experience.
1: <laughs> but you just got to look at it as like they're coming to see you, and you have a lot of knowledge that they don't have. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're blessing them, mm-hmm. you know, people always look, they get small for other people and they want those people to bless them, you know, like, Oh, do they like me? Do they like this? No, you're here. You're out for the world to see. If it goes bad, you'll know how to improve. If it goes good, which it is awesome. You know, let's celebrate. It's going to be good. Get out of your head. People, your mind is your biggest enemy.
0: Another mic drop right there.
1: <laughs> mic drop. Mind is your biggest enemy.
0: Oh Yeah. So we're going to move on to the last section of the interview. It's called the fast five. So we just have five questions I'm going to ask and we're going to go through them pretty quick. Okay. So what is the most valuable class or course that you have taken?
1: Public speaking.
0: Gotcha. All right. Um, What is one book that you would recommend?
1: It's called unlimited power.
0: Unlimited power. All right.
1: Unlimited power. Tony Robinson or Robinson. He basically, he talks about everything that I've kind of been saying is that everything in this world is the way we perceive it. Perception is huge. Like you will never know how somebody else sees something. You will never know. You don't know if the color white you see is the same somebody else sees. So that perspective is the same with everything. You don't know how somebody views a situation, you know, and it basically talks about modeling. So whoever you want to be or whatever you want to do, Find somebody that has done that and model their mindset. So he he's talking about um, reading some um, biographies about people and their lives because optimism is gonna be your greatest your greatest friend. you know what I mean? Um, with reality taken into perspective. but if you if you wake up and you have a positive mindset, you know I'm this I'm this artist, I create great content. What am I going to create now versus should I keep doing this? Is this going to be, you know, that's, that's just two. you can go from here to here. You wake up, you have a, you have an opportunity to be all the way up here at your top self or you can be at your lowest self, you know, and this is just kind of training you. Which one do you want to be at? I always say, I, no matter what situation I am, I'm going to try to put my, my mind to the most positive setting I can turn it up, turn it up. Cause that's, I'm now I'm giving my, I'm giving somebody my best self. You know, I'm giving them nothing less than what I can provide. That's all you can provide is your, your ability with your highest confidence. Boom. Meet in the middle and <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> full of mic
0: drops. <laughs> Another mic drop right there. Well, wow, You're full of mic drops. Oh yeah. It is amazing. Reality yep. is essentially created in oh, yeah. your own mind. You essentially create your own reality and mm-hmm. it might be f- extremely different from somebody else's. And staying positive—that's one of the be- most beneficial things that you could do with your life—is just trying to maintain a positive outlook.
1: Yeah. Here's another mic drop, quick. All right. Life is a one-player game. Why are you cared about player two? It's a one-player game. They're not on your team. You know, unless they are your team. <laughs> but like, you're in it for you. So be a little selfish. That's what I always tell people. Self-love is the best love. No one else is gonna go take you to get your haircut. No one else is gonna. Um, sit by behind you and pat your back as you're making, you know, your content. Mm-hmm. You gotta do that for yourself.
0: Yeah. Question three here. So see if you can apply this to your music party business. But what is one business tool that you would recommend?
1: I would say DistroKid probably. Because I was using I was using this is actually a huge difference. I was using TuneCore for a couple years and Tunecore, you'd pay about twenty dollars for like an album, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think after that it was like $12 a single, it was something ridiculous. But DistroKid, I found that like last year and $20 for unlimited songs. Like you can't beat that and it gets on all the same platforms that TuneCore would. That's insane.
0: All right, let's move on to the fourth question here. So, how do you keep on track and personally manage your time?
1: Um basically I just have school here. I did have internship here but I can knock that off, so that's done. So now this next semester, it's going to be music or I mean, um, schoolwork, music, social life. Now, sometimes I can get in trouble when I go social life, music, and that's, it's easy to do in college. Very easy because a lot of other people, they're only there for the school aspect. This is their end all be all. They don't have something else that they're trying to do. Like this semester, I'm locking in where I'm not going to go to that party on Friday, you know? I might go once in a month, but the rest of the time I'm going to spend using that whole night to work on myself and work on music. Because if you don't use your Friday, Saturday in college for what's your hobby, then you're right back in the loop yeah. of class again and homework. There's a rare a rare amount of time that you get to work on, on these things. But it's just about you know making sacrifices, basically.
0: Yeah, for sure. I did, I did like how you stated that you have uh, you know, school first and then your music second, social life last, but sometimes they, they get switched around.
1: Yeah, that's life. You're human.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it, it, it needs to get switched around once in a while, too. Yeah. Yep. You have to make sure you always have a, a good balance between all the aspects of your life. And mm-hmm. um, balance is huge. Yeah. So, last question here is uh, when do you feel most productive?
1: Definitely nighttime um occasionally i can write in the daytime but i just feel like like the beast in me comes out at night i don't know like i feel like it's the same like when i'm going out to a bar or something like the feeling i get when i get all like when i get put my nice clothes on and music's blasting and i just it dark and i come in like just feeling myself like that's how i feel when i get into the studio i'm like oh yeah i put on my nice clothes i put on a couple chains and i'm just turning the vibe lights on. And it's just me. I work. I work the best when it's no zero distractions. Like during the day, there's stuff going on. People are contacting you. But at night, no one's hitting you up when it's late at night, late at night. No one's no one's interrupting you. Yeah. Late nights or even early mornings, just when there's absolutely nothing distracting you. Last night, I just went to the studio and it was awesome because there's usually like the business owners of the studio and other random clients and stuff like that in there. And they'll be popping in while I'm trying to record and stuff. And that just, I can't do it. I just need me and the producer and then night.
0: Yeah. That's honestly, like what I hear is most common is uh, people are most productive either A, in the morning, like when nobody else is awake. Yep. Or B, late at night when nobody else is bothering you. Um, Yeah. That's a very common theme that I've heard. And I I personally work best early in the morning when no one else is awake. um, Just because for some reason at nighttime, I just... I like to just chillax, but having the distraction-free time is important. Um, So we're pretty much wrapped up here, Um, but before we finish up, if you could give one main takeaway that you'd like the audience to remember.
1: One takeaway is to have your vision, don't ever lose your vision, and don't let somebody else change your vision.
0: Perfect. Mic drop again um so where can we find more about you and your music
1: i'm on social media at joey d donovan j-o-e-y-d d-o-n-o-v-a-n and then you can find me uh you can find my album on all streaming services at joey space d space first space impressions joey d first impressions from that you can find my singles and all that and i'm also on soundcloud so anything you got i'm on there
0: all right cool thanks for being on the show i really appreciate it
1: thank you for having me
0: yeah no problem i'm really glad that i got to share joey d's story with you guys thanks again for being on the show joey d and thank you to everybody listening right now i truly appreciate your support in this journey and make sure to hit that subscribe button if you want to hear more amazing entrepreneurial stories and advice Also, I encourage you to go check out studentbuiltstartups.com. We have all of our content uploaded there, and you can find out more about the Student Built Startups podcast and myself. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.